Oh my God! Are you telling me we're gonna have to do we we got to do this show today, dude? I uh, I don't I don't want to do it. Do we? Yeah. Do we have to? Yeah. <laughs> we need content. I mean, you know, they they were the fans want something. Yeah, but are they really gonna want this? Uh, uh, well, if they well, maybe they maybe they'll just enjoy hearing us hearing us suffer. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Let's just start the damn show. Here yeah. we go. Welcome to the Booker's Alliance podcast, where we hold the pencil and the pencil is power. Coming at you right now is your host, Marky Mark, along with the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Donaldson. Join us as we discuss the ever-changing landscape of professional wrestling. So hang on tight, you jabronis, and enjoy the ride. All right. Welcome in. Welcome in. Everybody, you're gonna tell them to pull up a ringside <laughs> seat. They're gonna be mad as hell as you. Oh my god! Hey, uh, uh, sit in the back, maybe. There you go. Popcorn, <laughs> popcorn uh, match. Take, take us with you when you go get when you go get your popcorn and hit the bathroom. Take us with you. Buddy. Yeah this 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 one is uh uh yeah that was just gonna be one of those. So uh, our topic for today is uh, it's necessary. It I mean, is let's, necessary. Let's give them context. You yeah. know before we before we crap on it too bad here. Yeah. I mean it, it is a necessary episode because it, it is sports entertainment. You know it's professional wrestling. We all know what we're signing up for when we watch, but. We don't always get what we bad what we bargained for. No, no, we don't. And uh, some well, of you might not be getting what you bargained for <laughs> listening to this episode, but please stick with us because I feel like you'll be entertained at some point. Yeah. So what we're talking about today is the suspension of reality and how far is too damn far? Just too far. I mean. <laughs> And again, we're all wrestling fans. Again, nobody listening in the wrestling fan. You're not listening to this to hear the top 100 or the billboards or anything like. So you're a wrestling fan. So you know what we're talking about. Some of those gimmicks, some of those matches, some of that rigmarole that you see on your TV screen one time a week. And you're just like, what in the God's name am I watching here? And you have realized they went a little bit too far. Yeah, and some of this is uh, admittedly why sometimes you record a three-hour Raw and you wait two hours in and then fast-forward through all the bullcrap. Absolutely. So <laughs> besides the commercials, there's a, there's a, every now and again there's that segment that after you get done watching it, you're mad that you can't get those three to five minutes back in your life. And we're going to talk about some of them today. Yeah, and we're also not going to spare any uh, organization. This goes across oh, yeah. the uh, the wrestling Yeah, because there's a lot of community. fantastic wrestling out there to be yeah. talked about. So, yeah. I mean, we we could probably hit every one, of the, every one of the promotions, but we only got enough time to get to a certain amount of them. <laughs> so, uh, a, a few of the things that we're going to talk about right off the bat here are some match types uh, that just really stunk up the joint, if oh. you will. It, uh, yeah, it's horrible. Uh, so, the first one, uh, unfortunately, is the AEW death match. Oh my God, that's number one. Damn. <laughs> uh, between John Moxley and Kenny Omega, um, they were trying to give an homage to the great Japanese death matches that had been had in the past. Yeah. And this one fell flat 
as a pancake. <laughs> I, I mean, so and again, we said there'd be some amusement. It was you gotta admit, looking back at it a year or so later, it was funny how bad it was. I mean, it wasn't funny at the time because what the quote unquote whatever cable company we were dealing with at the time was in the process of charging our credit cards to tell us about how <laughs> they, you know, we had to come back a month later when we looked at our credit card statement and realized we had paid for this nonsense. But I mean, looking back at it now, it's funny how bad it was. I'm, I'll never forget. I mean, you know, we were watching it together. You know, that's what we do on our pay-per-views. We yeah. watch them together so we can get a good, you know, perspective for the show here when we record. But I, I just remember watching it. I mean, you know, you see Eddie Kingston just fall on top of Moxley and just cover his head for <laughs> safety. Then you see them two damn sparklers go off in the corner there. And you're like... Hey, what the hell is that? You know, like I'm looking like, oh my God, is that like like I'm like, is that a, a wick? You know, did they just set a wick and we're gonna slowly watch it go up or what happens? But no, those two sparklers went off and then somebody let off a smoke bomb on the on the floor. And then I think a guy in the third row farted. That was it. That's what we got. Cause that's what it came across like was a fart in church. I mean, that was Yeah. Awful. That was craptastic on a craptastic level. That was awful horrible and again how this ties into our topic suspension of reality this thing was built as a death match death match obviously they're not gonna go in there and somebody gonna die in the ring no but i mean but when you <laughs> advertise it as a death match you think they're gonna come this close like, right you like, literally super think, close. like we're gonna be on the on the precipice of death here yeah not you know the the fourth of july parade you know at the kitty park that's what we got <laughs> but oh my god yeah I, I i dare say you could have probably had kids on each corner holding uh, a few sprinklers and it would have looked worse yeah it would have looked bad it would have came across better than that <laughs> had you had you threw three colorful spoke bobs in there like the ones they're using for all these gender reveal deals out there mm -hmm. and just throw three of those in the crowd and had three kids stand on on each corner with a sparkler then have one kid send up three bottle rockets we would have got it would have been a better explosion than what we got at that match. I mean, WWE put on a spectacular show at WrestleMania, you know, with their pyro and all that, by far outweighed what we got in an actual death match, which was supposed yeah. to actually, you know, almost kill people. <laughs> it did. It killed me that day. It killed my spirit <laughs> for watching AEW pay-per-view. <laughs> it damn sure killed me all by it. I mean, that, yeah. that stopped that yep. day. That did not happen no more. No. Uh -uh. <laughs> so we uh, we have to record. Everything we record off of that is after we get, like, recaps and all. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Oh. So, so, yeah. So, obviously, again, they were paying homage to a previous uh, death match that is one of everybody's favorites from... Uh, Japanese wrestling um, and the spot where Eddie came in there and covered was supposed to be, Hey, these two guys have been at it. They're, they're enemies, but they're friends in the end. Frenemies. And frenemies. Yep. Yeah. And he was coming to uh, cover, basically save this man's save life. Cause he yeah. was going to die. Save him from a Roman candle. Yeah. <laughs> he saved him. All right. I could. So, and again, we're suspended reality here. Could you imagine what they were talking about when that was happening while they were laying there? Cause yeah. I mean, their heads were right next to each other. They were probably just sitting there cussing each other. Oh yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> after, I mean, you know, those of you who only watch the pay-per-view, you know, it cut off at a certain time, but there was a lot of records going around social media 
about how those guys just got up and just kind of crapped all over the yeah. the, the concept. Of, yeah. With John saying Kenny could have paid a better person to rig the absolutely. ring. Absolutely. I mean, they tried <laughs> they tried to you know kayfabe it in like oh you yeah. know we they were just being cheap. No no no. That was a fail on epic levels. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to uh, WCW's example of suspended reality that did not work, and that was. The Tower of Doom. Oh, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> so for those of you who sparingly have not watched this, for those of you who, who blessed yourselves by not turning this on, go to Peacock one day when you got nothing to do. I mean, nothing. Nothing. This is like, they're like, there's nothing to be clean. There's, you you are literally vegging on the couch with, you know, and just staring off into, into the sunset. Turn on the Tower of Doom match from WCW where Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage went through the entire dungeon of doom. I mean, you know, they destroyed them, plus all the other heels in WCW. Yeah. The two of them, I, you know, just the two of them. I mean, the horsemen were in there. You you know, you got guys who had made a mark on the business at some point in time in their past who were just getting run through by Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, just the two of them. I, you know, <laughs> them two guys weren't even really that good of friends, but no. they found a way to come together to destroy the entire locker room of WCW and, and, I mean, and made it a match. It's one thing watching Brock Lesnar go through 13, 15 guys in yeah. a rumble. It's one thing watching that going, yeah, that big old house could really do that, probably. Yeah, yeah I could see that happening. Well, and in a Royal Rumble, he was doing them one at a time. Right. One at a time for 26 minutes, looking right. at Brock Lesnar. Completely believable. <laughs> the horse, I mean, or that tower, dude, they were coming like five to six at a time <laughs> on each level of the cage, and it was just Hogan and Macho, man, and, I, and they were dominating. It didn't like they were just skating by, you know, like they just snuck through. So what you're saying through. is Hogan had some special vitamins that night? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what they had going on here. I, you know, I, we heard a lot of rumors about what them two did with their, you know, with their marital situations and all. Uh -huh. So I don't know what they had going on that day, but whatever it was, there there was a lot of trading, saying of the prayers, eating of the vitamins, and believing in yourself to get through that. Yeah, and that was uh that was a, a horrible match. So horrible. I really ain't got nothing else to say about that. I mean, no, but let's <laughs> let's let's completely be honest. Anything WCW related that doesn't have the letters NWO in it, we could almost talk about all of that stuff in there. There were so many things in WCW. We just tried to pick the one that was the least believable. Yeah. Not the most craptastic, but the but the least believable. That's the one we tried. We settled off for WCW. And so, uh, WWE, you have not been spared. You have had your shares of times where I just look at my screen and go, "Now nah, I don't believe that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the, the one that comes to mind is uh, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon in the limo ride of death. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> got filmed on TV. Wasn't that convenient? Yeah, that, convenient. That we were just, we just happened to be watching. I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget Paul London just laughed like as he was walking by because London was like, what the hell am I about to sit here through? I, <laughs> I can't believe this is going to happen. And you, you see Vince get in the car, then you see him look right before he gets in again. Then they go to a widescreen for some reason where after you saw Vince getting in the car, all of a sudden you don't see Vince in the car no more, but you see the car look like it's getting pulled in by a rope. Yep. I mean, it, it looked horrible. Just the aesthetic looked <laughs> awful, as if we didn't already know what was happening. And then the limo explodes, and it's like, okay, I mean, you know, I'm just sitting at home, I'm like, why? That, yeah. I, that's all I can say coming out of it is why. I'm like, you know, 
no, this isn't real. This isn't even sports entertainment. This at this point is who shot Jr. It's <laughs> you could have been a casual fan and then looked at that and go, yeah, he wouldn't in that limo. Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, and then the then to make it worse, I mean, you know, and not not to rain on a you know a craptastic situation with you know bad real life stuff, but to make it worse, you know, then the whole Chris Benoit tragedy yep. happened. And damn, events didn't have to pop up on TV the very next Monday and, and go through how all of it was fake and it was just for TV. And now we're going to have a tribute show to somebody who actually really did do crazy stuff. Yeah. It was supposed to be the death of the character, yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah, McMahon. Yeah. That's what it was supposed to symbolize. Yeah. But um, I'm sorry, when Pillman pulled the gun bit, that was believable. Yeah, it was. It was believable enough that USA told him, "Y'all never do that again on TV." Right. <laughs> so, so the fact is, you know, they've, you know, wrestling companies throughout the years have had their share of bits where you're going, "Was that supposed to happen?" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You're left wondering. Yeah. The limo explosion was not one of them. The limo explosion was definitely not one of them. <laughs> um, so, and as we were sitting here, I was just, I just came across the old Katie Vick angle. And, oh, oh God. God! I mean, that happened. <laughs> oh my God! No, that, that happened. That that no. We were watching TV. I don't know if we can go into that, Frank. I don't. We're not going to go that deep into it. So we're not going in as deep as Triple H did. That's Ooh, for sure. Oh God! But, I about I mean, threw up in my mouth again. We're we're sitting there watching it, and you know, okay, we're we're trying to expand the character of Kane. You know, we're doing whatever we're doing. And somehow or another, that made TV. I mean, that happened. All right, if you're going to bring up Katie Vick, I'm bringing up uh, Mark Henry's uh, The Hand. The, the Hand, the oh my God. So <laughs> the whole the whole made young deal. And, uh, I mean, we saw The Hand not too long ago. We though. did. The Hand made his WrestleMania re-debut. And I mean, so that was good. You know, it's good to know that he's doing okay now. And But yeah, again, so suspended reality. <laughs> You know, and, and and before we go too much farther, you know, let's obviously put the disclaimer out there. It's professional wrestling. Right. It's sports entertainment. Right. The minute you turn on the TV every single time, you have to suspend a certain amount of reality. You do, because, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, granted, what these these uh, these wrestlers are doing in the ring, there's there's no way that I'm going to sit here and go, oh, it's fake. It's you yeah. know, it's, no, they, I hate you, that. I hate, I hate hearing that word. You dude. have to be it's the easy out. Yeah, you have to be a certain level of athleticism. Yeah, but you also, as a fan, have to suspend reality. Going, hmm, I sit here and watch this girl get punched in the face for 20 minutes and she ain't got one bruise. Uh huh. So there there has to be a certain level yeah. of suspension of reality. Yeah. So and we're t- you know so we don't want people to think oh you know we we want it to be MMA. No no we want no. it to be what it is. Yeah. We just don't want the crap. Right. So. <laughs> I don't want the crap. Now, granted, I mean, obviously you're going to try things um, and you're going to fail like the Mountain Dew pitch black match. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but I mean, I'm sure they cashed a mighty big check. Oh, on absolutely. That, so. Mountain Dew gave them all kinds of money. Yeah. For so, you, you know, you, you're going to have to take <laughs> some of those losses. Oh, what about the, what about the Dave Batista match, you know, with the Miz where they were promoting the, the, what the was that? The, the zombie movie or whatever, you know, <laughs> oh, the zombies oh. came out. God, no. Miz. So again, you know, <laughs> Yeah, seeing yeah. that they got a big check for it. You know, they helped endorse. You know, a, a, a Hall of Famers movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah great. But but let me. We you, had to sit through that. Let me, as a fan, work on suspending my version of reality, watching Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, see. Let me suspend my my reality watching. 
The Rock versus John Cena. Yeah. Don't make me suspend my reality watching zombies chase yeah. The Miz and, exactly. and Batista. No, I, I don't want to see that. No, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, you know, I could I could say, you know, if I want to suspend reality, I could say, okay, you know, let's put on the Steamboat Savage match or right. the, the ladder match with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon or Bret, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, you know. Yeah, they're not killing each other. They're not, you know, let me suspend reality to a certain point and just be able to get immersed in the match and enjoy what I'm seeing. Don't put something on TV that's just so awful that I resent being a wrestling fan at the time because that's where that negative stigma comes from. You know, wrestling fans long and away have always had that negative wrestling stigma that follows them around of, oh, you're a wrestling fan. Oh, that fake stuff, blah, blah, blah. And those of us who are fans, we're listening like, no, if you understood the mechanics, if yep. you understood the drama, if you understood the story, you could appreciate this. But people who aren't fans aren't going to take the time to get that invested in it. But see, that kind of stuff doesn't make it to your sports centers and to your TMZs and right. all that. It's the crap that gets there. And then, you know, you're walking around with a T-shirt on to this guy who just, you know, Katie Vick somebody the next day and you're like, oh my God, I can't wear this shirt anymore. You know, now you're embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. And that that's the part that I that's the part I hate about it. I'm it's, gonna have nightmares tonight about Katie Vick's storyline. <laughs> I won't. So so I, I we just recently watched the Hall of Fame and I saw <laughs> Stacey Keebler get inducted in there. So if I'm gonna have any dreams tonight, <laughs> they're gonna circulate around that somewhere. <laughs> ain't me dreaming about no Katie Vick tonight. <laughs> so We'll move on to our next one where you have to suspend reality. Uh, some of these backstage or off-site vignettes that, that get shown <laughs> to us. Um, oh, my God. Where do I start? Um, obviously, we talked about the uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, the Steiner brothers, <laughs> that whole. Yeah, they, when, they, when the Steiner, or when the NWO ran the Steiners off the road, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, when they ran them off, they killed them. Killed him. I mean, killed him. Killed dead. him dead. And apparently, the WCW <laughs> execs went crazy about it. They're like, "Well, you'll never do that again." Blah blah blah. But <laughs> I mean, so you had that that kind of crap there. But there were other instances where the NWO were jumping guys in the back. You know, and the the residents of the area that were watching on TV literally called the police because it looked so real. Yeah. That's that's the kind of suspended reality that I love. Now, me, you. Us wrestling fans who've been, you know, who knew the NWO story, we knew all that was story and it yep. was, it looked great. It was amazing. But the casual fan who just happened to turn on the TV because it said, oh, we're in Panama tonight. You're, oh, I live in Panama. I'll watch the show. And they saw that. I mean, these people literally called the police on <laughs> the wrestlers and sent them to the arena because what they, what they saw, they thought was real. That was real. Yeah, and then there's been some um, vignettes that have happened throughout the years that make you go, hmm. And then there's some that was done really, really well. Um, Triple H, Randy Orton, the, the home invasion. Oh, yeah. That was done yeah. really good. Yeah, and watching that again, yeah. if you're the casual fan and you're living out in St. Louis where Randy Orton lives, you may have called the cops that day and yep. said, hey, my neighbor's getting his butt whooped over next door. And they're taping it for Christ's sake. You know what's happening here. You know that was done good, but then you know then you have so many of the other ones that were executed so poorly <laughs> that you know it, it makes those good ones pale in comparison because nobody remembers the good ones. Talking about Dexter Loomis and Mrs. House. There you go. So now you got that. Or 
So, well, I was good. So, uh, another one, the house deal. You know, they like doing the house deal. Yeah. Seth Rollins, when he was at uh, Edge's house, now that was actually done that was pretty good. good. That yeah. was good. That was done really, really well. But then you got the other ones where, like, Otis and Mandy are in, you know, in, in Otis's house or yeah. Mandy's house. And then you're looking, like, you know, you look at these two, you're looking at Mandy Rose, you're looking at Otis. That ain't believable. Something I, ain't right. <laughs> I ain't suspended my reality that far down the no, road. No, something now. ain't right. Somehow, although while I, as we say that, Bully Ray is somewhere listening right now, thinking about when he was dating Velvet Sky, like, hey, I could do it. But again, but that's Bully Ray. You know, everybody ain't going to be him. So, Oh, my God, you went to Bully Ray. <laughs> everybody ain't got that kind of luck. I mean. No, they don't. They don't have that kind of luck. Everybody ain't got that kind of luck. Bully, you know? Bully, you are amazing, sir. You yeah. Know, I, you are amazing. I, I don't know how. I don't know how. To, you don't know how. So no. I, was, I was gonna say you need to tell people you know this needs to be one of his podcasts where he educates people we, on how to do he don't know how that happens. we salute you sir we absolutely <laughs> um, I, I have a drink for you what on you absolutely um so we will go into our last uh bullet point of uh, this topic we really weren't enthused about but actually has turned into Kind I told something. you it would be fun. I, yeah. I told you we're gonna end, we're gonna end up laughing. Yeah. You know the laughs you get out of it are way more fun than the thoughts. Um, but this one we're gonna turn into uh, the bad gimmicks that we've seen along the way, Ooh, and, and how we've gimmicks. had to suspend our reality in, in believing them. And uh, you know we were talking about this, and the first one that popped up was Glacier. Uh, trying to suspend reality. Sub-Zero. Yeah. For first off, Sub Zero came to life. Yeah. <laughs> and then he he came to WCW, and he was just a crazy you know martial artist. Which here tell he really was a martial yeah, artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and here's the thing. Let's be honest. They put a lot of money into it with the snow and the effects and the laser lights for mid nine mid to late nineties. I mean, that was quality stuff. You know, that yeah. was. Kind of like what the NBA was doing in the, for their team's interests. So, I mean, they were on the cutting edge of technology for the 90s, but fact of the matter, they were about five years too late on that gimmick. So, yep. the original Mortal Kombat <laughs> came out in what, like 93, 90, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo yeah, era? It was real early. And Glacier came out in what, like 96? By that point, they were already up to like MK2. I mean, you know, so the yeah. Glacier deal had it, its time had passed. And they were already working in. They were already working like their NWO angle. They were working more of their reality based wrestling and all that. Well, now you bring in a cartoon character from the old WWF days. How the hell is that going to work? Now yeah. you got Scott Hall and Kevin Nash beating guys with baseball bats in the back, and Lawn Dart and poor Rey Mysterio Jr. into the into the side of a truck. <laughs> but now you're telling me when this particular guy comes in the ring, it's snowing and. <laughs> <laughs> he's you know and and now and he can shoot fire from his hands and fatality come nah. on now nah can't can't we can't go that far no man. i can't Again, suspend my reality 91 92 ish yeah yeah that, that guy would have been huge yeah 96 oh no <laughs> then you go into some of the 80s wwf characters where you oh know, god how much time do we have? <laughs> not that much time. okay <laughs> oh, so i don't need i could put this long folding list up <laughs> yeah we this put little that phone one book one. list i got over here <laughs> we, can just, we can we can generalize that in the 80s wwf everybody had to have a job gotta have a job giving <laughs> so and when you're so let me tell you when i sit down to watch tv and this is across the board when I'm sitting down to watch TV, it damn sure ain't to watch people doing the job that I just did all day. No. 
So <laughs> I don't, I don't need to see a garbage man. I don't need to see a construction. I don't need worker. to see a plumber. I don't, yeah, I don't need. I don't need that. to see. You know, that's the stuff I just dealt with all day. I'm sitting down to relax and watch TV to get away from all that. Not to see another guy do my job worse. Poor Kane saddled with Isaac. Yank oh my DDS. God, Isaac! I yank him. <laughs> <laughs> From what, from what he said on his documentary, apparently Vince was in love with this gimmick, uh, too. Apparently that was so fun, but I've heard that was an old Bobby Heaton gimmick. You know, I yank him that he would mm. always come out there, so they had to come up with an I name, but he was a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> Although that beat fake diesel. I mean, I'd, I'd rather be the dentist. I'd rather be the dentist. <laughs> yeah, in that world, I'd rather be the dentist, so I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, I, I can't believe we made it through this episode. Um, uh, you know, we really wanted to do it for you guys. You know, we were, you, you can tell our enthusiasm throughout the whole episode. We love this episode. We love this topic. <laughs> but, uh, as we stated, you know, earlier in the podcast here, you do have to have a certain level of reality suspension in order to be a fan of professional wrestling. But at the end of the day, it's all about, how it's progressed through the years. Um, and you know, there is still some crap that gets thrown at us as wrestling fans, but I will say there's more good stuff that gets thrown at you than bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're always, again, like you said earlier, you, I think you said it best. You got to try stuff. You know, you, you never know what's going to stick until you try stuff. But it just seems to me like when you're in the in the back, you're in that Booker's room, like we're in the Booker's Alliance, you know, we're here, in the, we're in the studio, we're here doing our record. We sit down and look at the topics and, you know, we discuss the pros and cons. We discuss the topic in general. You know, we want to see if we've got a enough material to make it last a certain amount of time. B, do we can we make it interesting? Can Blue we Chew, not funny? a sponsor. There you go. Blue Chew, not a sponsor. <laughs> we're trying to find a way to make, you know, to make it interesting. So we come up with stuff, you know. Right. My thinking is when they're, when you're sitting in the back and you're saying, you know, we got to really come up with something, you know, we really want to catch something that grabs you. And then you come up with, the, you know, some of the stuff that we talked about today. It seems like one of the heads in that room would say, hey, you know what? No, no, let's not do that. Let's let's yeah. do anything but that. But it's unfortunate, though, when you get a bunch of yes men and then. Yep, that's exactly where I anyway. was going with that. Yeah. You know what? The problem is when you get one guy who's got more power than everybody else who gets an idea in his head and nobody's willing to stand up to that guy and say, you know what? This is going to suck. It's going to suck ass. It's yeah. not going to be good. And they just say, hey, you know, we can make that work. We'll we'll do it because you liked it. You're going to get this kind of stuff. So yep. luckily at the Booker's Alliance, we're a 50-50 partnership. We don't, you know, there ain't no one guy running the show and the other guy's just kind of there. So if one of us has an idea, the other one thinks it sucks, the other one's going to say, hey, that sucks. That we're sucks. not going to do it. <laughs> and if we do do it, we got to find a way to make it hilarious. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're going to wrap it up today, everybody. Uh, we got old Papa Trips over here calling, as a matter of fact, to try to rescue him out of some of these sucky storylines are still uh, hanging yeah. around. I'm sure Tony Khan's got his lawyers on the phone right now. Got that right. My goodness. <laughs> All right. Everybody, thank you for listening to the Booker's Alliance podcast. And with that, we bid you adieu. Peace. Today's podcast was produced by SBP. You can find our podcast on all major podcast platforms. Also connect with us on our social media accounts. Search for the Booker's Alliance on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.